One of the concerns that I hear is that I've tried so many self-care programs. I try to regenerate and nothing seems to stick. I've tried many programs. I follow many advices. And today, this is for you. This is you. I have a few things and hope for you that the fact that nothing sticks might not be actually your fault. And there is a way around this in such a way that you can develop something that really works for you. And you might know me or, or not. I'm Dr. Ioana Popa from Team for the Soul, bringing this mixture of science, psychology, spiritual care, and ancient Christian faith. And I'm here in the Renewal Nuggets to bring this short oasis in the midst of action where you can pause for a few minutes, get some tips, and, and celebrate who you are and celebrate your regeneration so that you can keep on giving. If you've tried many programs and nothing seems to stick, or maybe you've tried many advices and nothing seems to stick. I mean, what are some of the typical advices that are nowadays in our media online, circulate in pop psychology? You know, take, meditate. Oh, let's meditate. This is fantastic. And meditate for a half an hour and build your skill for 30 days or 21 days. And then you'll feel just all regenerated and renewed. Great. And then we sit down for five minutes and then the mind is spinning. And then we're in our to-do list. And five minutes later, uh, you're much more stressed than you started with. And then to actually have to sit for 20 minutes or 30 minutes, or the advice is just push and exercise every day, go to the gym, go to the membership. It's awesome. You might see videos online and then you try them and then you might be tired and then it's exciting to do 20 minutes. And then after a little bit or a long time, you're like, I don't have time for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, mind you an hour. And this idea that we have to strain ourselves, we have to create some routine in some sort of way that is rigid is very common nowadays. So I want to share a couple of things with you. Number one, if nothing really sticks from advice to programs to what you see online or membership, it is not your fault. I want to remove the shame for you and any uh, bad feelings like what's wrong with me that nothing really sticks and feeling that you have to keep searching and keep searching because there is such a thing. And as a physician, I've really appreciated this all along, but now it's becoming part also of our psychological framework, this idea of neurodiversity and biological diversity. We are looking fairly similar, you know, 90 something percent of our DNAs are all the same for all of us, believe it or not. But the way it gets expressed, this is a difference between fancy word genotype versus phenotype. Genotype means the DNA they were made of, and all of us shares a lot of the same DNA. And the way it is expressed, and in the way of expression, although it's a small percentage of the DNA that has variability, it makes a huge difference between a different people. And the way our brain works and whatever helps us might not help someone else. And what I've seen in an online, especially in the last few years since COVID, there's a lot of online courses, a lot of memberships, and people with training or no training 
are coming up and whatever works for them. Hey, I have this idea and it's all working. And sometimes it is. And I encourage you, if you find something that works for you, go for it. But if it hasn't worked for you, is not that there's something wrong with you. We are different human beings and we are not just following a cookie cutter. The fact that there are many programs and they tell you do A, B, C, D, that could work for some people. The fact that it's not working for you is not there's something wrong with you. So no shame attached. You're not defective. None of that. It just means that you function in a different way. Your brain might be organized in a different way. And you might have heard or not of multiple intelligence. I love that. Dr. Gardner, who's a psychologist at Harvard, he came up with this idea and out of his clinical experience and out of, you know, working with people and studying how the brain works. So there's this reality that we all have some sort of intelligence, but it's not the same. I mean, he came up with eight, almost moving towards the ninth one, and I'm not going to go through all of them, but things like athletic intelligence or school intelligence, like math or language, like, you know, the, what about my get us an A in the classroom? But some might have what's called practical intelligence, like the street intelligence. That is not always very accepted and really seen in a good way in our culture, but it is an intelligence. We have an inner intra-psychic intelligence, like being in our own inner world. This is where you get lots of people that experience a lot of things inwardly or inter relational intelligence. Anyway, there's many, and now you might heard of emotional intelligence, social intelligence, Well, what that has to do with us renewing, the fact that something might not have worked for you, it might be that you operate in a different way. So that's the first good news. The second good news is that you have the wisdom, actually, and it might be on a conscious level, on a mind level. You might remember if you just pause right now, like what has helped you to regenerate? You might remember it. Or it might be on an emotional level, or it might be in the body almost, and you might discover it accidentally. Maybe you, all of a sudden, you do a particular type of exercise and and you realize, oh my goodness, I really love this. Or one of the light bulbs that came to me is, I love dancing. And uh, I don't know if you're old enough to remember jazzercise. There was a type of chain that would really work on exercising through dance, but that was a light bulb for me, like, oh, dancing is exercise. Duh. I don't like necessarily going to the gym. I don't like lifting weights, but I love dancing. So things like that, that would tap into your wisdom that there are many ways to regenerate. And here's the good news. What science is showing, and you might have heard of this book, The Body Keeps Scores. This is a famous book in trauma world because Is this idea that whatever we, and I actually have never heard it, but I love the title and I love the principle behind it, that our body is keeping score of different traumatic events. Well, I want to flip this, that our body keeps score also for positive experiences. And we're not trained. I'm not hearing this in our culture a lot, but I want to bring this to the forefront and spread the news because this is amazing good news. We do have an implicit memory, in other words, a subconscious memory of all the things that are being good and beneficial and regenerating and renewing. And all we need is to spend sometimes a half an hour to just think through 
what has really brought me joy? And here's a psychological research is showing, let's say I'm really sad. If I'm really sad, there is a inner connection on a subconscious level between this memory of sadness or this experience, current experience of sadness, with all my past experiences of sadnesses, okay? And this, that's why if someone is really sad or depressed, all of a sudden they're going to think of all the bad things in the world that has happened to them, almost like wearing gray glasses. Like there is no way, and you can try to bring any optimism, any positivity, they'll bring you even more negative reasons and emotions and memories. Well, the same is true for our positive experiences. So it, when we are really joyful, all of a sudden, we're going to feel a lot of joy and might bring memories of joy. Or if we're really grateful, all of a sudden, we're talking about not mind intelligence, we're talking about emotional intelligence. Underneath that, undercurrent, there is a link between those moments of gratitude and all the past experiences of gratitude. And here's why is this important. Our brain has pathways. We have lots of brains, lots of neurons, lots of potential pathways, but our brain is efficient. It's going to go on the same pathways that it's used to because it uses less energy. But when we actually, and we're very prone to more negativity in general, our brain is kind of like wired. Okay, am I safe? Who's, who's attacking me? Who's saying what? Right? Kind of like really alert, fight or flight kind of mode. This is our default mode. So when we actually pause and recollect moments when that helped us to regenerate and feel um, really good in our bodies when we move, when we exercise, or on our mind level, when we really relax, or on emotional level, and we start nurturing them, what happens is we develop new brain pathways. And it takes a while. It's like going in a, in a forest. You know, you pick a path that it's well taken. If you take a new path, there's going to be lots of weeds and branches, whatever. But if you persist and every day you go into that new pathway, in time is going to become a much larger pathway. So it's the same for our brain. And I want to encourage us, first of all, for you to trust yourself and really lean into those past experiences. Remember them. When is, when have you experienced feeling regenerated, joyful? What kind of movement you really enjoyed? It might be going to the bike or using the bicycle. You might be just walking. It might be, I don't know, push-ups. It might be just dancing or the sky's the limit. There's so many ways nowadays. So don't necessarily follow whatever has worked for other people. Try it. And if it's working, great. If it's not, trust yourself. Don't pile more shame and more negativity. Like, Why am I not working? Because this has worked for X, Y, and Z. And really nurture those moments. And the third thing that I wanted to share is that we don't have to regenerate in the same way every day. Some days you might feel like walking and some days you might just want to do a few push-ups. That's still exercising. Some another day you might feel like dancing, like follow a little bit your body needs, your emotional needs and see what is needed because it will fluctuate from day to day. We are not machines. We're not computers. So we're not going to just go predictable A, B, and C. Now, listen, if you are that person that for you doing the same thing every day brings you joy, 
that's a type of neurodiversity. That's what I was talking earlier, then go for it. But if not, then remember having put aside some, some self-care, but then change it, change it from day to day. Do something for the body, for the mind, for the emotions. Every day, even if it switches, it's okay. And if you, what I really have been curious about this because I've been, I burned out twice and I've been dealing with this. So there is a system that can, you can have an over, like a meta system to think about your self-care. And I'm actually going to start a class very soon around that. So stay tuned. It's a no cost class where I develop, where I present this, the system. And this is the exact system that I also teach in my course, the renewal in action. So if you might be interested in that, that's a good place to start thinking about how to create a system that helps you on a meta level, on a 10,000 foot airplane view, point of view, to help you move through your days. But whatever you do, feel grounded, feel good about yourself, feel good about who you are, trust your wisdom, and have some fun regenerating. And until next time, I say goodbye for now.